Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Five More Minutes. My name is Adam Etris, and I have the privilege of sitting down with Pastor Tim for five minutes, give or take, and recap the previous series. Uh, welcome, Tim, back. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. Both of us took a break. Yep. From the last episode, The Art of Neighboring. I Josh, needed a vacation after that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Josh uh, did both of those weeks, and, and Brandy filled in and hosted. They did a great job. But we're back to recap a series. Uh, another, I'm, I'm calling these two-week series micro-series. You like that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's Apparently, very it's a trend. Oh, is it? Well, I don't know. We've done two in a row. <laughs> oh, well, maybe we're starting a trend. <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's called Immovable, and honestly, I wish it went a couple more weeks because I think it was just a really good series. But give uh, everyone a quick overview of it. Well, I was laying a f- really a foundation for the fact that uh, we can really trust the Bible as the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So initially, when I thought of this series, I wanted to talk about a number of things that form the foundation of our faith. For example, even the existence of God and what that means for our lives. But it was a two-week series, and I thought I'd just focus on on the Bible as being a reliable source for our faith, for our practice, for mm. our doctrine. Uh, and so that's what I was really trying to establish. So the first week of the series, I talked about why I believe the Bible is indeed the Word of God. Yep. Mentioned five things. I talked about biblical prophecy, which is remarkable. You yeah. know, the Bible is filled with prophecy. Only God can predict the future. People right. can make predictions. But no one can predict the future like God, and it demonstrates to me that it is indeed the Word of God. Talked about the internal consistency of the Bible, 66 books, over 40 authors, probably. Yeah. Uh, we don't know who wrote some of the books, like Hebrews or whatever. That's right. why there's a, a question about how many authors. But about 40 authors, 1,600 years, but it's one book. It's crazy. Yeah, and and what's taught is consistent from the beginning to the very end, and that's the thing that makes it miraculous. 1,600 years, all these authors, they all talk about God the same way, humanity the same way, sin the same way, salvation the same way. And you don't—that's something I just never really sat down and thought about. Like, that is just a a solid argument to say this Word of God is true because of so many people that wrote similarly— yeah. All of these things. It's really cool to think about that. Yeah, it demonstrates there's one author right. behind it all, yeah. which is God. And again, this to me confirms that it is indeed the Word of God. Third, I mentioned Jesus viewed uh, the Scripture, the Bible, as mm-hmm. God's Word. And so he talked about the fact we're held accountable to it, really for every word. Uh, fourth, that the Bible is very supernatural in nature, that most people reading it sense that this is this is different. You know, it's God-breathed. Right. Or as the writer of Hebrews put it, it it's living and active. Yeah. And then finally, the fact that it changes lives. Uh, people's lives are changed through the message of the Bible. So th- there's a lot of confidence we can have that this is indeed God's Word. And then I talked about the fact that we need to approach then the Bible the right way. So the second week of the series was um, I, I offered five suggestions. One is to approach Scripture with a humble and teachable attitude. In mm. other words, how we come to the pages of the Bible will matter. Yeah. If it's with a heart to say, I want to hear from you, God, uh, I think we'll get more out of it than if we have like a critical spirit or we're looking for, you know. An argument against something else, someone else that may be arguing something. Yeah. Like when you're going into the Bible with an agenda to prove someone wrong or something like that can kind of put, point you in the wrong direction. Yeah, and I don't think, I think because it's God's Word, it's called the sword of the Spirit, God is not going to reveal things to ones like that. Yeah. 
Then I talked about how we need really help from the faith community. My second point was accept help from the faith community because God gave his word to the nation of Israel. He gave it to the church, and it's important that we understand it within the context of that community. Yeah. That'll keep us. It's really protection, you know, checks and balances. Third, to avail ourselves of good biblical resources, and I suggested with that one, uh, the starting point is an excellent study Bible, and there Mm -hmm. are a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. Well, what, what translations would you recommend? Because I know there are just so many translations uh, of Bibles out there, and uh, it could be overwhelming for someone who is trying to figure out what what's the best translation for me when I'm wanting to dive into this. Uh, give maybe a couple of translations that you're confident that, that are really good. Yeah, I think uh, in talking about even getting a study Bible, there are study Bibles that uh, the notes are the same, but you can get it in a variety of translations. Right. And so it is the question you're asking, which are the best ones? I personally use the Christian Standard Bible, CSB. Mm-hmm. It's put out by Holman's. Yeah. Uh, it's got a great combination of readability, but very accurate as well. And the notes are excellent. Uh, the ESV is excellent as well. Uh, that version's a little bit more complicated. Mm. Uh, and then the New Living Translation is, I think, an excellent translation, and its readability is easier than the the first two I mentioned. So um, I probably should read that one. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe I need to read that one. I don't know. I, I love the New Living Translation. It's, it is excellent. Yeah. It's Again, it's accurate. It's a little bit more readable, but I think uh, I choose the... Uh, Holman's because it's just a speck more, um, it translates much more um, word for word rather than thought gotcha. for thought. That's that the thing sense. that makes a difference sometimes. Yeah. And then the new King James is very good as well for people that like the King James Which version. Which is different than the old King James. That's exactly right. The old King James, you have to have a really long beard like our producer Matt. That's right. When you read it. And you, you have to be able to... to <laughs> say words that have TH at the end. Yes. He who believeth. Yes. Things like that. Yeah, that always yeah. gets you, doesn't it? Well, it does. I did a I did a baptism a, f- a few years ago, and yeah. I I was I didn't bring my my version, so I took the one from the pew from this church where we were doing it. King James. I was I was so tongue tied. I started laughing. <laughs> this was supposed to oh, be a, no. a sacred moment, and I'm I'm and laughing, but I just couldn't get all the ths out. You know? Oh man, oh boy. Well, hey, you know, there's something that I've always struggled with is consistently reading the Bible, having that quiet time with him. And I think it's because I had a hard time, you know, understanding it or reading it. And I think especially this past Sunday's talk of just suggesting some different study Bibles and all that. I ordered one yesterday. I'm excited to get in. I'm excited to get into it again. And I think, you know, I think this is a struggle that we all have. I think it's just hard sometimes to just be consistently in the word. And I think this series was just a really good series to kind of, Get, get us back into that mindset again of just really diving in. Because when we know the word really well, then, yep. then the, the world around us that can shake our belief, that doesn't happen as much. That's because exactly because we're right. believing the God of the word. And, and uh, I just love what you said about that, especially in that first week. Yeah. So uh, if you miss any of this two-week series Immovable, you can find it on our website, our app, Facebook, YouTube, or right here on the Ridge Weekly Podcast. This week, we're celebrating uh, 15 people, I believe, yeah. uh, who are taking a step in baptism with Baptism Sunday. So we hope that you can join us for that. And then the following week, we're kicking off a series I'm really excited about. Uh, about. It's dealing with heaven 
11. It's called Homecoming. Just give people a quick teaser. Uh, we were in staff meeting just a couple of minutes ago. And, and that was a fun teaser for that. But uh, give people just an idea. I mean, of course, it's going to be on the topic of heaven, but give give everyone a little bit of a... Yeah. You know, when we put our faith in Christ, we are called citizens of heaven now. Yeah. And this is our future. And it understanding it will help us live the way I think we should in the present. Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to be living now as citizens of heaven. But there are a lot of misunderstandings, misconceptions people have about heaven. Yeah. And I'd like to clear up some of those and just really point in the direction of God's Word in terms of understanding exactly what is this, because we're all headed somewhere Absolutely. when we die. And I, I think this could really impact how we live our lives. So. so that's going to kick off September 11th. We invite you to join us either in person or online. We encourage you to invite someone as well to either in person or online. Uh, we're excited to kick that off in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much, Tim. This is turning into more of like a seven to eight more minutes with Pastor Tim. But you know what? Who cares? It's, it's just right, a yeah. title. Hey, join us next time. I, that'll be probably in seven weeks, our next five more minutes episode. It's not another micro series. This one, it was a solid six week series. This one is, yes. It's, but it's going to be good. So uh, we will see you next time for another five more minutes. Bye.